we're emotional people. That's how we were created. And it's like any other quality that you have. Your best quality is sometimes your worst quality. It's time for the Money Night Podcast with certified financial planner, Wade Chessman. Thanks for joining us again on the Money Night Podcast. Glad to have you back. Another episode here. We got a good one for you today. We're going to talk about emotions. It's emotional uh, decision-making. How do you count for your emotions in your financial plan? You know, we all like to think we're using logic and facts when it comes to making our retirement plans and putting them in place, but... It's hard to keep emotions out of the decision-making process, so we're going to talk about that today with my man Wade Chessman. Wade, how you doing? I'm doing awesome. Doing great. Getting ready to head down to Waco tonight. My daughter's playing in the state playoff championship nice. game for soccer. Yeah, she's. we're excited. State, uh, so the Jacksonville championship game, huh? The actual is championship it on, is it on game. campus at Baylor? Is that where it is? It's going to be at Waco ISD Stadium. Okay. Well, that's awesome. How is she? Uh, how do you feel about the the game? I know you're. When this probably comes out, we're going to have found out if she's won or lost. But how yeah. you feeling right now going into it? I feel great. I have no idea who they're playing and how good they are or anything like that. But you know, you'd expect it to be a battle since it's the two best teams. <laughs> well, cool, man. We're looking forward to. I'll get an update from you on our next uh, opportunity. See how okay. she does. But good luck to her. Hope you yeah, all have a good you. trip and a successful trip. So today we're going to, as I mentioned, mention emotions and get into that um, with Wade, who is the certified financial planner and the certified kingdom advisor over at Chessman Wealth Strategies. You'll find their office over on Rambler Road, but they serve clients in Dallas and nationwide. So if you hear an episode that uh, really piques your interest or want to learn more about Wade or, or present your plan to him or get a better idea of where you need to be headed for your retirement, you can always reach out to him at ChessmanWealth.com. Also, their number is 214-572-2120. Before we get into our main topic today, Wade, I want to I get your thoughts on a headline that's in the news as we try to get some reaction to the financial news that's out there. And there's a pretty big story right now involving the banking industry. You probably saw it. Former Wells Fargo CEO John Stumpf has been barred from the industry, and he's got to pay $17.5 million in fines because of his connection to that scandal a few years ago in which the bank was creating millions of these fake bank accounts for customers in order to meet sales quotes and to hit bonus uh, numbers and that sort of thing. What did you think when you heard this news? Well, I was, in a way, I felt not good about it, obviously, but I felt vindicated in the sense that finally, you know, it seems like these uh, CEOs, uh, we just saw the CEO of Boeing that got fired because of all the stuff going on. He got like a $60 million payout. It's good to finally see somebody having to accept some responsibility for actions that were taken, somebody at the top. And, you know, plenty, I'm sure plenty of uh, people on the bottom rungs lost their jobs, but it's, it's good to see somebody that was at the top that was making those decisions, that was leading that group to, you know, actually have some kind of accountability and have to answer for some of the things that were done. I'm just amazed at just the how long these types of things have gone on and they keep coming to light. So I was I was good to hear that, you know, someone's having to be held accountable. And that's one of the reasons um, why it's so important when you're working with an advisor to work with an advisor that has a fiduciary responsibility that's to, to do what's in your best interest. Probably doesn't give you a lot of comfort when uh, when your, your bank's worried about what their sales quotes are doing rather than your customer and what your accounts are doing specifically. They're worried about creating all these bank accounts just to meet their own numbers. They're not really worried about you. All right. It's definitely not a good situation, but it's good to see someone took some, 
had some accountability on him for sure. I don't know how much seventeen point five million does to him though, right? Probably well, dropping the bucket. It probably is, but at least it sends us uh, somewhat of a you know sends a message at least. Yeah, yeah, indeed it does. So, well, hopefully uh, the the industry continues to improve and we don't have some of the same situations we've seen over the past decade. But definitely a big headline here in recent weeks. So let's yeah, jump definitely. in. And then you know that makes me. That's one of the benefits and one of the things I'm so proud of as part of being part of the Carson Group is just the integrity the commitment to a fiduciary responsibility that we have. So it just reiterates why that's such an important choice when you're choosing to work with someone. Yeah. And, you know, that's why anybody that listens to this needs to make those considerations when it comes to their money. You know, don't just always just assume that a big company has got your best interests out there, right? Sit down and meet with them and, and ask them questions and let them ask you questions and get a better feel for it before you move forward. Well, you know, a lot of there's been a lot of emotion in some of these scandals and some of these mistakes that the banks have made, and and it kind of takes us to our next topic and, and our main topic for this podcast, and that's emotions and how they play a factor in your decision making when you're building a financial plan. Because you know, we always try to make logical decisions; that's our goal. But you know, emotions are there; they're always going to take a play, have a have a role in in our process as humans. This is who we are. So let's talk about some of those emotions, how to account for them, how to deal with them when you're putting together a plan. So let's begin with this, Wade. When you're working with clients, you know, meeting with them, what are the, the emotions primarily that you're seeing that are driving financial decisions for people? I mean, it's the same emotions that have been humans have been dealing with since the beginning of time. Fear and greed are the two biggest ones, right? Yeah. Those are the ones that tend to drive I mean, we can't all be like Spock, right? We're no emotion. We just, you know, we just think live long and prosper. No, we, we're emotional people. That's how we were created. And it's like any other quality that you have. Your best quality is sometimes your worst quality. So we have emotions for a reason. But, you know, there's been tons of studies on how this has affected financial decisions. And it's important to be aware of it so you don't because when you're in the heat of an emotion is when you can't think outside of that aspect and you tend to make decisions that are based solely on emotion. It's not bad to have it, but I'd say fear and greed are still the number two, number one and two. Yeah, and you mentioned you know when you let those emotions kind of control you and, and guide you, it leads to making mistakes with your plan. And I'm sure you've seen a number of mistakes been made based on emotional decision-making, but what are some of those mistakes or some of the more common ones that you've dealt with uh, with clients? Well, one of the most common is, you know, you have a portfolio set up and then things start to go haywire in the economy and the market, and you perhaps didn't have your portfolio properly situated for your tolerance for risk, and you end up blowing up the whole plan. You get out at the wrong time. You get back in at the wrong time. And we saw a lot of that in, you know, the last significant downturn back in 08. That was an extreme example, but you had people that thought they could handle a lot of risk. And then when, when that when it actually happened, they ended up selling out at the bottom and they didn't get back in in time. That's a mistake I see a lot. The other one is greed. You know, you see an investment and it sounds awesome. And I've, I've, I've had this happen to me, too. I mean, so it's not like I'm immune. Right. Um where you see an investment looks so great and everything looks perfect and promising all these huge returns. And they're like, oh, yeah, let's get into that. And it may be, 
But a lot of times, you know, if it sounds too good to be true, it is too good to be true. That's why we have Ponzi schemes still to this day. I mean, you read about them all the time where people get caught up in this ability to make these great returns with seemingly no risk. That just doesn't – if someone tells you you're going to make money all the time, then run. So yeah. that's the I see the, both of those mistakes. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned Ponzi schemes because I, I would imagine that's just – somebody's actually feasting on your emotions in order to get you into that. I mean, that's what it's all based around is selling you on the fact that you're never going to lose money. It's guaranteed. How could you ever turn down this opportunity? It just seems too good to be true. And you buy into that emotional decision-making and boom, you know, we've seen some awful love results because of that. Exactly. Well, I guess there are maybe some times that emotions can be, be a benefit to you. I mean, obviously, I think there are situations where maybe you save a little more because you you know you love uh, or want to pass along a legacy, so maybe it drives you to save and plan a little bit better. But are there any other times you think it's appropriate to let emotions kind of take over a little bit? Well, I think um, I don't know about emotions, but I think if you have an affinity for a particular cause that's important to you, mm-hmm. then that's a good reason to make financial decisions. I mean, not. Not every financial decision we make has to be necessarily the best one for the dollar amount. So I'll give you an example. You may decide that I really want to pay my house off. Now, if you look at the pure numbers of it, it may not be that great of a decision, but emotionally, you're going to feel better knowing that you don't have that debt hanging over you. That's not a bad reason to go ahead and pay off that house, even though you may look at it from a pure number standpoint, think... And it doesn't maybe make as much sense, but emotionally, it's going to put you in a better spot. It's going to give you more comfort. It's going to give you more peace of mind. Go ahead and do it. If you, let's say that you have a, you feel called to give extra to a campaign at your church or a particular nonprofit in your in your town, and perhaps it's a little bit of a stretch, but you feel emotionally called to do it. Not necessarily a bad idea sometimes. So there are times when it makes sense to let emotion with logic come into play. Those are a couple of good examples that I can think of. Yeah, those are great examples. And I know I think the ultimate goal probably is maybe for you and, you know, at least as me as an investor, if I can find a way to balance Right, the logic and my emotions. If I can all meet, let them meet in the middle somehow, and put together a plan that works for me in both regards. So that I'm happy emotionally, but I know it's also a very structured plan and logical plan. That would be a, a great end goal. Is there a time you could think where you actually put together something like this for someone where you were able to get the math to meet the emotions and it all worked together? Sure. I mean, that's one of the benefits of working with a financial professional. Is that look, I'm emotional about my own money, but I'm not as emotional about your money. I'm going to look at it more logically, whereas it's your situation, you're going to be more emotional. So you have that. It's kind of like going back to Spock, right? No emotion. Then you had Captain Kirk. The two met together, right? One was illogical, one was more emotional, but they helped kind of the yin and yang off of each other. So that's what we do for people. We're able to help them take the emotion out. But the key is to build things at the beginning that's going to fit well within your uh, emotional bandwidth. You know, you want to put together a plan at the beginning that you're going to be able to feel comfortable with. And so that's why we, on our website, we have the risk tolerance quiz. And we talk about other types of risk as well. You know, emotional risk, 
investment risk, spiritual risk. There's all kinds of other risks, but I'd say that's really what we do. We try to mirror the goals and objectives you have versus the your tolerance for volatility and movement, and we mirror those two together so that you feel more comfortable and you can stick with the plan long term. Yeah, that's that's the goal. That's what you want to do. You want that's to be able to s- stick with it. That's uh, how you're going to be successful. It, it's not reacting every day to what's happening in portfolio. It's knowing the plans in place. It's going to work for you and sticking to it. So I guess to kind of conclude this conversation, you know, emotions are going to be there, right? This, it's going to be a part of our life. It's going to be a part right. of our financial planning. But I guess it's always just kind of just overall good advice. Whenever you kind of feel strongly about something, just kind of take a step back, reach out to someone like yourself, get a second opinion, and just bounce that idea off somebody before you immediately react to something. I think that's sound advice. Good. Well, I appreciate that, Wade. Uh, That's what we try to do is provide some sound advice for people. And I think you've done that today here on the Monday Night Podcast. uh, Emotions are going to be a part of your life, but, uh, you know, make sure you build a plan. That's what's so beautiful about having a plan is you don't have to worry as much about the ups and downs you can try to believe and trust and uh and just kind of follow the process yeah i was talking to my dad the other day and he was talking to one of his neighbors and he has an an investment person but it doesn't sound like they're really doing any planning at all and he was asking my dad about will i have enough to do this and i will have a what about this and my dad was like you know what it sounds like you need it's a plan Mm -hmm. because He's got all these questions, all this emotion about should they go on this trip? Should they, what should they do? That's one way to help, you know, ease some of that pain or some of that emotion is to have a plan so you at least have a, a blueprint on which to go forward with. So I couldn't agree anymore. Exactly. So you can find Wade and uh, Chessman Wealth Strategies at ChessmanWealth.com. As Wade mentioned, he's got that risk tolerance quiz on the website. Also a retirement readiness quiz on the website as well, plus a lot of other resources if you need those to help you uh, put together a plan or just kind of overlook what you're doing, evaluate what you're doing. And it's all there on the website. But you can also call the office as well at 214-572-2120. So thanks, Wade, and good luck to uh, to you on the trip this weekend and to your daughter. Send her our best wishes from the podcast. I will. I'll do it for us on the Monday Night Podcast. Thanks for being a part of this episode. Hit subscribe, and you'll have the next one delivered right to you. And we'll talk to you then on the next episode. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Carson Partners, a division of CWM LLC, is a nationwide partnership of advisors. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.